Hello and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today is Friday, June 4th. God is so good. I must, must, must dedicate today's podcast to my loving daughter, Nicole. You guys have no idea how much love and peace and joy she brings me. And I thank God directly for her. And she knows why. (laughs) We had a beautiful conversation last night and uh, it just warms my heart. I also want to give a shout out to Dee. I know you're out there listening. Thank you, Dee, for your love and support and steadfastness. I love you, my friend. And Hildred, for her, what should I say, her advice (laughs) that she just spouts out without even knowing how blessed it is, I thank you as well. And happy birthday wishes to Miguel Sanchez. Best of luck to you on your journey in life. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight for I can't walk alone. I was feeling a little weak yesterday and I said, I gotta go right to the source and the Bible today and wait until you see how God cures all. As I open up my Bible, at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I pray. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. I'm going to go right to the Bible today. And I tell you, it says answers to life's questions. And today's question is, Does Satan cause all of our adversity? When reading the book of Job, one may surmise that the devil is responsible for all of our adversity. However, that just is not so. 
Though the enemy will try to discourage believers from serving God or tempt us to sin, he is limited both in power and the ability to persecute us. Rather, adversity can come into our lives for so many reasons. We live in a fallen world, one that is passing away. All people, believers and non-believers alike, may suffer hardships that seem senseless. We look for explanations. We want to know why God would allow these things to happen. The one thing we do know is that disasters, accidents, and tragedies that occur in our world are a constant reminder that no one is promised tomorrow. They remind us that we could die at any time and that we must be ready to stand before God. Some suffering is a result of our own actions. Adversity can come into our lives as a result of personal sin. Each sin we commit carries some consequence that results from our disobedience. In cases like this, we can't blame God, the devil, or others. We must follow David's example and say, I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. Finally, some adversity is allowed by God for our betterment. God is ultimately concerned with our spiritual growth, not with our happiness or momentary pleasures. He wants us to be free from sin and to grow in our faith and endurance. Our relationships with him must grow. He always has the big picture in mind whenever he allows or sends adversity into our lives. So David wrote, I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Unfortunately, sometimes adversity is often the only thing that will get our attention. Yet we can count on the fact that no affliction comes into our lives without God's permission and that the dark moments of our life will last only so long as is necessary for the Lord to accomplish his purpose in us. Amen. So much more powerful than you can ever imagine. Coincidentally, <clears throat> In Touch Magazine today is talking about our financial security. It says, when you look at your paycheck, do you think of it as your hard-earned money? It's tempting to view money as a result of our own efforts, but this perspective encourages us to act as if all our resources belong to us instead of to God. The truth is that God is the one who enables you to profit from your labors. Thinking we have control over our assets gives us the illusion of safety, but our sense of security quickly evaporates with the loss of a job or a bout with serious illness. True security is found only in the Lord, who owns all things not in our monetary stockpiles or marketable skills. 
Knowing that God is in charge of our resources, whether we have much or little, should give us peace of mind because he is our provider and protector. Amen. Recognizing that the Lord is in control of our material wealth helps with two things. It frees us from discontentment of greed and allows us to be generous because we never have to fear that we won't have enough. He promises to supply enough for our needs as well as enough to share with others. Amen. Now prayers from the wilderness, just getting more powerful as we go. Okay, bow your head, close your eyes. This is a meditation for peace. Dear Lord, sometimes, in fact, many times, I allow the changing tide of life to upset me. I can just finish praying and then wham. The adversary introduces a thought or a situation into my day, disrupts my spirit or steals my peace. I know the enemy takes pleasure in attempting to pull my mind and behavior away from you. On a day when I am overwhelmed with problems, he can temporarily succeed. But Father, I desire to make his efforts futile and achieve the victory that can only be obtained through you. So I pray your peace will rule my spirit and dominate my thoughts. When the problems of life attack me, let your peace be my weapon of victory. When circumstances seem like they will never change, let your peace help me to wait patiently on your breakthrough. When my feelings are bruised, let your peace be the salve that heals me. When my physical eyes can only see the problem, let my spiritual eyes stay focused on your peace as the solution. Father, make me a vessel of peace so others observe what it means to handle the crises in life with you as my deliverer and my peace. Bless me with your presence in times of joy, in times of doubt, in times of weakness. Help me to stay connected to you. Let my faith, hope, and peace rest in you as my Father, my Savior, and my Comforter. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Wow. You see why I read everything day for day, Nicole? It's always a message from God. Stay with me. I'll be right back. I want to remind you to read your Proverbs daily. They are powerful. They are instructions directly from God. And he puts his understanding on it. Psalm 34 says, Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are open to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite heart. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Amen. 
John 14 says, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Romans 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, God's promises day by day. So for today, June 4th, he says, I will feed my flock and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. There is not a hint of one person who was afraid to draw near Jesus. There were those who mocked him. There were those who were envious of him. There were those who misunderstood him. There were those who revered him. But there was not one person who considered him too holy, too divine, or too celestial to touch. There was not one person who was reluctant to approach him for fear of being rejected. Amen. God's way day by day. God knows us. The Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always. God's commandments are always for our good. God made us and he knows our limitations, our drives, our weaknesses. He also knows what will give us the greatest sense of fulfillment, satisfaction, meaning, purpose, and hope. He knows what will put us into the best possible position to give and receive love from other people. His commandments are his operating instructions so that we might experience all the wonderful things that he desires to give us. Amen. And now commanding your morning, a daily devotional. It says, don't contradict your faith. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? When we want, when we start to steer our lives by our words, we are slower to speak because we weigh everything that comes out of our mouths more conscientiously. We want to say things that truly represent what we mean and steer us in the right direction. We avoid speaking words that contradict our faith and our prayers. We don't belittle others or spit venom, venom at them with the same mouth that we use to praise God. Wow. That's a hard one. Father. I know my tongue is powerful. With my mouth, I can choose to speak blessings or curses. I do not speak carelessly. I do not rely on earthly wisdom. I do not speak out of jealousy or selfish ambition because that produces disorder. Rather, I love my enemies and I refuse to repay evil with evil, period. Father, fill my heart with the wisdom from above, which is pure, peaceable, open to reason, and full of mercy and good fruit, so that my speech sows peace 
and I reap a harvest of righteousness. In the name of Jesus, amen. Such beautiful, beautiful words. And you know, one of my favorite prayers, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Okay, let's look at God's purposes for our life. Today it says, praying his will. This is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Do you long to pray more effectively? So often we hear requests to the Lord to provide, protect, or bless. But there's another very powerful way to pray. When you use scripture to speak to God, your appeal contains his own divine authority. Consider Colossians 9. We have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you will walk in the manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work. Whether you pray this for yourself or for others, you know that you are praying in agreement with Christ. He wants to give our seeking hearts enough information to trust and follow him so we will conduct ourselves in a manner that exalts him. Therefore, when you go to when you go before the Lord, open the scripture which you know are the very thoughts and the very words of God and allow it to guide you in understanding his plans and purposes. Then you will be able to intercede with confidence, knowing that you are praying his will. Wow, what a good note. Jesus, lead me to the scripture you desire me to pray. And may your will be done in my life. Amen. Oh, amen. Okay. All right. Our daily prayer. Bow your heads. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind and with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I am trying my best. Amen. Stay right there. Be right back. And we're going to end today's podcast 
with God's gifts. I asked God to give me happiness and God said no. He said that he gives me blessings and happiness is up to me. I asked God to take away my pride and God said no. He said that it was not for him to take away but for me to give up. I asked God to help my handicapped child and God said no. He said her spirit is whole and her body is only temporary. I asked God to spare me pain and God said no. He said suffering draws you apart from worldly cares and brings you closer to me. It does. I asked God to grant me patience and God said no. He said patience is a byproduct of tribulations. It isn't granted, it is earned. I asked God to make my spirit grow and God said no. He said I must grow on my own but that he would prune me to make me fruitful. I asked God for all things that I might enjoy life. And God said, no. He said, I gave you life that you may enjoy all good things. And I asked God to help me love others as much as he loves me. And God said, ah, oh, finally, you have the idea. Amen. Thank you so much that you came today to pray with me. We just got these blessings started. Let's keep them going. Contact us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. God bless you. Have a beautiful Friday. Be filled with everything the Lord has for you. And stop hiding from your blessings. See you tomorrow.